Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Full-time Devils, it's time for another big Manchester United podcast. Uh, my name's Gaz, that's Andy Tate, and that's Abdullah, whose surname I'm not going to try and pronounce. <laughs> pronounce it for the people at home. Uh, Galeo. Now, it's not, it's it. You're not going to do it, it's difficult. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go on a mad one if anyone's struggling to spell that one out. <laughs> Try, try and spell it in the comments, that'll be curious. Um, right, so yeah, we're here to discuss everything that's been going on Manchester United related over the last week. I'll be totally honest, we've usually got like Jay or Adam or Housen or someone involved in the podcast. Uh, someone who usually actually plans what we're going to talk about. That's not happened today. We've all just turned up and we're going to absolutely wing it. Uh, so guys, where should we start? Should we start with the latest news, which has come out today actually, in regards to our hunt for a central defender? Harry Maguire. Um, apparently, seventy million was the offer from Manchester United, which was rejected. Thoughts? I I don't really know. You know, with Harry Maguire, I'm I'm a fan of him. I think um, he's more of an aggressive defender. Who, when he wins the ball, he's comfortable enough to keep it, which I think is the problem with Chris Smalling. I think Chris Smalling's brilliant at getting at the attackers and winning the ball back. But once he's won that ball back, yeah, he's all over the place. He's got to turn, and then he's got to turn back again, and you just can't find the midfielders, and he can't progress the ball. And I think Maguire gives you that, but seventy million mm. is way too much. And according to what what Sky is saying, is that uh, I think the Leicester City owners want something higher than what Van Dijk cost initially, because I think Van that's Dijk why cost they have seventy five million. So <laughs> I think it's a it's a waste of money if we're looking at seventy. Is he gonna? Is he someone that's gonna clearly progress us over the coming seasons? We want yes. to sort out our defensive areas, but for seventy million, whereas like you can get a Ruben Diaz, Diop from West Ham. We're looking long term. I think you need to look long term as well because what's the point if we're signing a defender now, and a couple seasons we've got to sign another? Mm. We'll, he's you've got to gradually rebuild. He's twenty six, mate. He's not. 
United's policy, like Dr. Dolce and 28, 29 year olds, I can understand that, but he's 26. No, no, I get that. I'm, I'm fully with that. I think it's a good age to buy a defender at. Yeah, but that's going to eat up your budget, which means you can't gradually improve your team. I, I, I'm a big fan of Harry Maguire and he he's at the top of that list. He's part of the three or four defenders that I would have gone for in the summer. But over 70... Over 75 million, that's crazy. Maybe 70 mil. Welcome to the world it. of crazy money. Now, yeah, that, I understand that, but see. again, there is always going to be a budget, and I think people don't understand that we've not actually got the money that some of our fans think in yeah. the summer. Um, I know that for a fact. We definitely don't. We don't have uh, that we don't. Budget, otherwise, though. otherwise, deals would have been done by now, mate. Oh, and, mate, come on. And I think, but well, well, what are you saying then? What are you saying then? What why oh, are you saying oh, we oh, do? What's well, he's identified what he wants. Yeah. We've got two. Another two players is is required. Maybe three more, but <laughs> four, five. Oh, but well, I could say, but you're not going to get it all in one window. It, no, but if not. you could get four, it's a start. Yeah. And, and Maguire, like you say, you see him at World Cup last year, and he's fed off that World Cup experience. He's played well with Leicester. He's good at set pieces. He's strong. He can play out from the back, like Abdul said. It gives you options, and and he scores he scores goals now and again. Like I remember he scored against Liverpool in the league, is that? Yeah. And he practically, uh, he man marked uh, Aguero out last season at uh, the had and uh, it took a company rocket to mm. win the game and virtually win the league. So mm. I just buy him, and he he could oh, four years. Get, he's got he's got he can play since he's 34. You got seven years with him there. Yeah. And if you get Aldevero, that. He's like 28, 29 in there. I think the worry, the worry for me is is um, if you get Harry Maguire in, how much is that going to affect the rest of our transfer like for the rest of the summer? How many more players are we going to get? And, I, and when I was talking about, I don't think we have the budget that some of our fans think we do. Hmm. I'm not saying that the money's, the money's available. Are they giving it to Oli? Are they trusting him enough? And by the sounds of it, not as much as we think they are. I think there's there's enough there for maybe a Maguire pushing it at Bruno Fernandes. The reports coming from Portugal is that United have actually thrown in a 35 million euro, tra- which is a joke, um, offer for Bruno Fernandes. They've rated him at 60, 70 million. I think that's why they want to negotiate with United, understandably, with the numbers that he's putting in. And Benfica lads gone for like, um, is it? 120. That's yeah. Jao Felix. To, so yeah. that's the transfer market. You've got, you got to look at that. And I think. It's important we get a defender in. It's also important we get we cover other areas of See, the pitch. Now, I'd agree with what you're saying there about the market, and you'd, you'd expect to pay £70 million pound, or more than £70 million pound for a first-team English player, yeah, and, yeah. but unfortunately, that's just what you've got to expect now. It's not my money. It's good, really if you've got to do much. well in the league, Gaz, though, if you want, if we want a chance of getting a top four, you need a solid defence. Yeah, no, I agree. We won't have that if we I don't agree. get a, a central defender. I agree, but some people, and I usually I'd say like it's just because of the market, but we have another centre-half there who maybe isn't, is a little bit older than Maguire, so I understand why we won't be interested in that much. But he's going for twenty five million, and that's Toby Alderweireld. Yeah, so sensible signing that I think. If we, but would you drop out of the Champions League to come to United? Yeah, that, that's the thing again. Um, okay, we've seen that, though. We've seen we've seen players. Do He'd that. want to come to we've United seen anyway. Do that. They come to United, and I think even when Liverpool went through that stage where they weren't in the Champions League, they were still signing certain players that that are dropping from that's the, the Champions attraction League. What with Daniel James and, and Aaron? They wanted, they've wanted to come here. They want to play. Yeah, they both, they brought, they both brought, come up with, we've got, they've got good family background. They want to play for this club, and that's a good start. And we're still attracting talent. So we, hopefully, if we can get the other two 
other other players in, it's a start for next season. I think the the problem that I've got with Man United right now is we seem to identify players when they've already moved. So you look at Isaac Diop at um, West Ham, brilliant defender for his age. You know, we look at his performances against Spurs, against Arsenal um, last season. Goes out, he comes out to, to win the ball. You, you know, he plays it out from the back. He looks for the passes over the top. Sometimes it's a bit too much of a risk, but he's still young. I think he's only 21, 22, mm. something like that. It's around Marcus Rashford's age. And from what he's shown last season, brilliant. I think he complements Lindelof really well. If United, and I think Jose spoke after that 3 1 West Ham loss, he said, You've got to rate what the scouts have done at, um, at West Ham, you know, identifying Isaac Diop. That's what we need to be doing. Do you reckon that to... was a dig at our scouts? Or... Yeah, yeah, I think that, that's a dig at what United were doing. And that's all Jose was doing towards the end. Around that time, we lost <laughs> to West Ham. And understandably, that's where I am with Jose. And the thing is, if you look at Kanate right now and um, you know loads of players that are across Europe around that age group, you can go in and get them for 30, 40 million early doors instead of them moving to you know a mid-table Premier League side. Then you've got to pay 100 million. I think... We need to be there early doors for some of these players. And you don't only just save money in a transfer, uh, I think, in general. is You've got to save money in, in your contracts as well. Because if you're buying, realistically, you buy a player 50, 60 million, you're going to have to pay him a bigger contract because that's your yeah, worth. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you get him early doors when they're young. Look at Daniel James. That's what that's sort of the work that we want to be doing. And I think... <laughs> then you just wait three yeah. years and give him a 200 grand a year uh, week contract. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it blows up on Twitter and everyone's gone mental. So, but, yeah, like, yeah. right, we've got to get into this now, aren't we? Because this was probably the biggest story from the week, apart from Wan-Bissaka arriving, which we will talk about. We've spoke about in plenty of last few weeks there. Uh, Marcus Rashford, new contract, 200 grand a week is what, is what you said before, Andy. You were right in that. 200 grand a week, potentially rising to 250. Um, obviously... I mean, the thing is, though, right, with the contract, I saw Jay put this on Twitter, and it's totally right. It's the same with the Martial contract situation, or, or I think his, his fee and what we have to pay um, Monaco yeah. if, if we were to achieve something. It is, is We don't pay Rashford 300 grand a week unless he is it wins the Champions League or wins the Premier League it's, or wins yeah, the Ballon so d'Or. It's, like, it's crazy bonuses on top yeah. of that until like he reaches those certain bonuses. So it just means if he's smashing it at yeah. that level, then he's going to... Rightly so, get his bonuses. And I'm for it. Yeah. When I'm for it. The difference is, is the Sanchez contract is a bit of a mad situation because his, like, I think, appearance fee is like 75 grand or something mental like that. So just getting on the pitch. So I don't know who the hell was negotiating those contracts, mm. but they've done an awful job at it. Um, Matt Judge or whoever it is that's hiding in them offices in London, um, who Edward Wood's mates that are just in jobs. That was an absolute disgrace, that contract we are given to Sanchez. And it was desperate, and it shows everything that's wrong with the club. Let's had a knock-on effect. And, and I know, and, and don't get me wrong, I know it's dead easy to compare it to Sanchez, but let's solely focus on Rashford's contract yeah. for now. Is that a bit too much money to be paying him? Because I'm a fan of him. He's a young player. To be honest, he's going for a sticky run of form at the minute. But I think for Manchester United, he's done absolutely unbelievable things for a 21-year-old. Honestly, I think it's quite unfortunate that he's come out along along the same time as players like Mbappe. Because he's always going to be compared to them. But United have struggled the last few years. I don't think Marcus Rashford has struggled. He's, he's scored on every every stage he's performed on. At 21 years old, he's got an unbelievable amount of appearances. He is... A player for the future, without doubt. But 200k a week, bit too steep. Right, so I'll break for life, that, yeah. won't it? 
Yeah, exactly. Anybody, anyone is, of us in the room. My, you get that one. So yeah, you're happy with that. What wages set you for life that. with your family yeah. and all that? that it, it's crazy it's that the football wages were at, but um, if, we're, if we're breaking it down with... you got to look at the wage structure that you're in. If Marcus Rashford's at Spurs, I probably wouldn't give him over 100k. Deli Ali, I think, is under 100k, which is crazy. Uh, Danny Rose, I don't. I think, I think those guys are just either on 100 or just under that. That's a proper wage structure at United. You've got Alexis Sanchez, and I don't even know how much anymore. Pogba, the, the, the parts, and then, I mean, what it should be, you have your, your top players, your world class players, and De Gea, your Pogba's between the 200k, 300 maximum of a 300k bracket. Fortunately, United have just. You know, they're giving Martial over 200k, that contract. Yeah, but they wouldn't give Herrera what he wanted, was there? And, and they're going to yeah. give Rashford this monster but contract. That The issue the issue then with the Herrera thing, and I wanted Herrera to stick around more than anyone else. I'm mm. a big under Herrera fan. Um, with Herrera, apparently he was actually offered a pay cut, according to Duncan Castles, who, well, sometimes he gets things right, sometimes not, but I won't be surprised... If that's the case as well, uh, to accommodate other contracts, maybe the likes of Martial and Rashford. Oh, Mata took a pay cut. And uh, uh, Mata, well, according to that as well, Mata did take take a pay cut. The issue with the the Marcus Rashford thing is, Barcelona were in for Marcus Rashford over two seasons. They've wanted Marcus Rashford last summer, and it's been reported two or three times from Spain. They've wanted Marcus Rashford. You know, they wanted to build something around him. That's automatically going to up the contract. On top of that. Rashford's gonna go look at the guy that's sort of in a similar situation with him in the squad. That's Anthony Martial. Mm. He's apparently, you know, uh, receiving around the two hundred twenty k, two hundred fifty, mm. whatever. You want to be getting near that. That's a good you point. Know, that that yeah. causes a headache instantly. So I'm not surprised because you don't want that divide right now. I think United have just got once Sanchez is off that wage. Yeah. Somehow, if we sell him, United have got to tone it down and, and really, you know, look at those contracts. And maybe that's. Why we've not agreed to deal with the hair yet? Because you know we're trying to look at not giving that we've crazy. We built a rod for our own again. back, haven't we? Well, is what we did. San- giving this, Sanchez that Sa- contract. Sanchez is firing in, in the co- in, in the tournament in South America, isn't it? <sighs> so what do you do? What do you mean he's firing though? He's not going to do it at United, though, is he? Do you, you think Sanchez know? will do it at United? Next I season? think he's. Uh, well, if we can't get rid of him, you got give him till January, and that's it now. Because yeah. if we get Lukaku, you got got Rashford and Sanchez up front. And if if we get Lukaku, maybe that was it Ben Yedder, Ben Ben Yedder, yeah, Ben Yedder from Sevilla, yeah. Sevilla. So uh, I give him till Christmas, and that's it now. But if he fires with the form he's got now, currently uh, with uh, Chile, you you got to you got to play him in the first. I've watched games a couple of those Chile games, and I've uh, one of the lads with us in the office. I was just chatting to him about it, and he was telling me he wasn't actually so great in those games. I went back, and, so he wasn't here. We he's scoring the, the goals, from Arsenal, don't we? but he's not off the ball. He's still really poor. You know, you look at the Southampton game at Old Trafford when him and Rashford, I think, started as a front two. So disappointing off the ball. Then gets injured. Then comes off, and and you're just like, how much longer can we take this? You know, everything is an absolute you mess. Just wondered, does he get that, injured happened. deliberately? Sometimes I, I don't. I think I think he is trying to prove a point. Like. Sanchez doesn't come off as that type of player, you know, greedy sort of. I think he genuinely wants to do well. You know, we see him work hard on the pitch. Yeah. That's without a doubt. You can never take that away from Alexis no, Sanchez. That's no. his character. He always works hard. But you can't fit him into this United team. And I think with Lukaku as well, if players are going to... I mean, players that don't want to be here, sticking around, again, you're keeping them on your wage bill. 
then you can't get the likes of Ben Yedi. You can't build so, that team that you want. So Marcus Rashford getting that bumper contract then, do you think it was the same sort of situation with Martial getting paid a little bit too much where it was just because another club was in for them, a top elite club who would have been willing to pay them that much? I think it definitely plays a part. So you think uh, if Barcelona came in, they would have been like, if Barcelona actually were to put the bid in, they would have said, bang, 200 grand a week, Marcus Rashford, get in. The way Barca give their, their deals out, you never know, man. Because some of the deals they've given out, you know, Coutinho and all that, they are quite huge. And, and if they, we've seen how Barca do, Frankie de Jong. If they want to build something around a young prospect in Europe, you know, and they, they did, they, they went in for him. Aren't so. They missed out on the lit. Yeah, um, and that was yeah. all because of money, and he shown he proved he's worth what yeah, he is. So and a, yeah. money, a money grabber. It, it, de- it depends what the situation it is that they're in, though. If you look at it, Barca, do they badly, badly, badly need the defender right now? Whereas United, you know, yeah, they're willing to pay whatever it is for Delict. At the end of the day, they didn't want to join regardless of that. But you know, over the bar. <laughs> it's like, look, I'm 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 a massive fan of Rashford, and I know that we've spoken about being fans of Rashford in the past. But two hundred grand a week. Is he is he worth that? I'm not saying I'm not saying would you get rid of him? No, no, saying, no, is he no. Worth 200 no. grand a week at the moment on, on his farm since Christmas up till February. No, I, I, I know he was injured. I know he was playing with injuries. And if he was playing with injuries, why did we play him when yeah. you got Alexis Sanchez? I know. I, I think that uh, you know what. I maybe know. that maybe that's something to do with um, playing fees for Sanchez and all that. Uh, yeah. Appearances. And your but mate Lingard all, struggled with that as well. I we think, all a struggled. Bit. They all struggled, and um, like I say, it's been a it's, been, it's, it's like been a volatile summer for United fans. But it's maybe there's, a, there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Let's, uh, yeah, well, light at the end of the tunnel. Let's bring a bit of positivity then, because we're all obviously screaming out for more transfers. One that I, th- I feel like was one of the most important ones that we get sorted this summer was fullbacks, at least a fullback. And I did start to get worried that we weren't going to do it. And then the Wambasaka link started, and we're just like, yes, this would be perfect for us right now. And he's here. Aaron Wambasaka is a Manchester United player. How excited. I'm going to start with Abdul about this because Abdul, I remember being buzzing about it a couple of weeks ago yeah. saying he needs to come. I'm a big Wambasaka fan. And, um, you know, from I think that game that we played away from home, Crystal Palace, one of his early games at Crystal Palace where we won 3 2 in that, he was phenomenal in that game. Um, you know, shutting down, I think, Rashford when he came off the bench pretty well. Sanchez was on there as well. And, they all struggled against him at Old Trafford last season. Martial couldn't get a sniff. You know, he shut down Martial brilliantly in that game and uh, he's impressed me. Uh, you know, his numbers are incredible. Top of, you know, the tackling. Uh, I'm just getting that, in the I'm, Premier I'm just trying to find out some wan uh, He's stats getting on that Statman Dave. But earlier he did tweet one, so you might find that there. But you, I think he's won the most, he's had the most inceptions for any defender in the Premier League. Uh, most tackles won by any defender in the Premier League at that age for a fullback. That's brilliant numbers, and I think in this market, fifty million, we've not we've not done too badly, and I'm happy with it. I think it sort of fits what. Um, yeah, if you look at the season we before, right yeah, Kyle Walker went for about the same amount. 50, yeah, exactly. 50, 50 million to fifty-four million. So uh, yeah, it's a good signing and a, a ten-year career at United. I, I, I'm, I'm just going to get something off Maybe. my chest while we're here on the podcast. I just accidentally went on an MEN article. 
then and just anyone online right emmy people at the men if you're watching this sort out your website it's every time i click on an men article it's like 20 different pop-ups come up i don't get to see the actual story it's like it's not that difficult that's, that's how it so, works sort Guys, out your they don't website. make any money any other way mate all oh, <laughs> right okay well yeah because no one buys their fucking shite paper anymore um but yeah one basaka uh we're happy with it yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah, because yeah. he, he, he's a position that's been filled, and hopefully now, uh, no disrespect to Mister Younger, uh, it'll be it'll be a limited uh, play for him next season. Mm, that, that that is where I worry now. You see, with Wambasaka being, I I, I want to see Ollie playing the young players, and I think that with him going out and signing those guys, then he definitely won't be scared of playing the young players, but. Do you worry that Ashley Young is still going to get too many starts next season? Uh, I, th- I think he will. I think I think Ashley Young will start first game of the season against Chelsea. Fucking hell. We're one injury away. <laughs> That's the problem. Mate, we're one, what, injury one injury away. What what if like Luke Shaw picks up an injury? You know, anything like that. Well, you got you got you got to pray the preseason goes smoothly because there's a lot of travelling, fatigue, and all that. Uh, we're playing Perth. We're playing uh, Leeds United. Uh, and we're going to is it Singapore Singapore yeah, yeah. Uh, Tottenham uh, what was it um, um, we're back in for Cardiff for AC Milan fancy, fancy going to that myself yeah that's a good game yeah. I'd, I'd, you know what I'm, I'm looking forward to it I am looking forward to watching players who we know want to play for United yeah actually play uh, I think what I'd do next season with the whole Ash Young situation is Demi Mitchell could potentially be coming back and uh, getting in the mix, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of him. Good enough? Not not particularly, like I said, good enough to start. I mean, mm. I'm a fan of him, and I think he's shown, you know, brilliant, um, you know, couple of seasons right now in Scotland. I'd bring him in as a backup, as a left back, you know, more of an attacking sort of player. Um, maybe he steps in for Luke Shaw in the Europa League games, and then the low. Hopefully, now it's his time to step up. Mm. Um, I think he will be used as a right winger at times, the low. And he'll he'll be used to double up with Wambasaka. Well, Ali has said that, hasn't he? Yeah, and I think it's logical that we have that now. Uh, that f- someone who can play across that defensive line, someone who can play across uh, midfield, not in central areas, but on either flank. And I think it's important to have that. I remember having John O'Shea, who can who can do that really well under Sir Alex. And I think it's important to have those players in the team. And if he's good enough to lock one position down, then fair enough. Yeah, well, actually, young now, like you say. Well, you'd have to play him in that position, and if uh, injury-free Aaron's are doing well, you can put him on the wing, and he, he can play. He can see a game out, play last yeah. 10, 15 Yeah, that's minutes. what I want to see. That's the young. option. Yeah. If, you, if, we're, if we're in trouble, go on, put some crosses in, stick him on for 15, 20 minutes. So, right, a player can get away with having a poor game better at right wing than he can at right back. Yeah. It's just because a defender can get away, an attacker can get away with having a poor game than a defender can, especially with Ashley Young, when sometimes it just seems like weird lapses of concentration almost you're one mistake away from conceding a goal whereas if you put a bad cross in whatever it can come back into the box you can maybe even score you get a ricochet or anything like that yeah Um, and I do think that should have been Ashley Young's role you summed it up perfectly over the last couple of seasons in fact it's taken this long for that to become his role hopefully it will be in the next season or so you know Covering up on the wing with the with the and he is ex- I'll give him this. He is experienced and a level there. He is. It doesn't show if his anyone, experience. No, though. but if anyone's getting out of line in the dressing room, any of the young, oh, in the dressing the room, young, maybe, the yeah. young ones are. It can just say like, you know, come on, get get your get your yeah. together. You don't want to lose. All, I, I think you don't want to lose all the experience in terms of that in the dressing room. Yeah, even though I don't think we, he leads by example. Much. I just got. I don't image. think he leads by example. In I just matter. <laughs> Sorry, we've got, we've got young um, De Gea. Not much. 
I've just got an image of Ashley Young going up to Wambasaka and saying, you're shit. Could, what, what, could you imagine your reaction if Ashley Young tells you you're shit? Bitch, please. <laughs> mm, mate, uh, pot kettle. Uh, right, we've got our right back. We've got our full back. We've got our winger. We Midfield. are definitely going for a centre-half. Midfielder. Let's talk about a midfielder uh, that we have been linked to. Bruno Fernandes. Briefly mentioned him uh, before. You guys are going to have to tell me more about him because he's one of those names that I've only ever read. I watched these videos of his goals and his assists <laughs> for last season. Yes. yes. Uh, on YouTube. And um, this this lad's got some. Yeah. <laughs> really. No, he, he's talented. He is talented. And he's watched a YouTube compilation. That's what oh, I like. Yeah, yeah. Well, he scored, was it 24 goals last season? Uh, Sporting Lisbon. I think they won the Sport, uh, Portuguese Cup. Right. And um, I, don't know if, I, don't, I don't know if they made the Champions League for next season. But uh, yeah, the, the goals are there. Go and check it out. And um, the assists. And some of them are so sweet. So uh, he can pick a pass straight down the middle. Onto the wing, he's like, yeah, there's something about him. Can I just say that? How refreshing is Andy's honesty on these podcasts? I hate it when I'm listening to a football podcast and a name like Bruno Fernandes comes up and someone goes, well, yeah, you know, I can tell you. And someone will reel off all these facts about him and how good he is. And I'm like, you've never actually watched him play 90 minutes. You've never watched the Portuguese league. I love that Andy's just honest and just says, I watched a YouTube highlights video. This is what I think. It's a good half an hour. I watched it. <laughs> With, with some Portuguese music in the background. Uh, oh, right. Like a samba <laughs> Where beat. do you get these from? I found like the five minute ones, on it? It was yeah. half an hour, mate. Was, I just watched but it and chilled it's out. It's been taken down by the now, music, mate. The copyright. The, the music got to a point I just had to put it on mute and just watch the goals going in. And, well, like, yeah, he, um, yeah, he has had a brilliant season in Portugal. Um, obviously, we don't sit there and watch it week in, week out. But from the couple of games I did catch, mm. I think... What's important is that you have him in those central areas, you know, in and around the box. You don't want him too far from the box. I think when he drops in deeper, like we, I watched all these games for the Portugal and the Nations League, which was interesting. Just seeing yeah, where he picks I'll, the I'll ball up. In one of the games, he played out wide and a lot of people were disappointed on him, uh, disappointed about him and jumping on his back and saying, oh, it's too much money, why are paying it? And then the Holland game, the final, he looked a lot better. He was taking a lot more shots. He was getting on the edge of the box because he was moved into a central area. And I think some point if we get him is that we play him in his best position. And these are some of the stats uh, coming from the Statman Dave account. So shout out to him. But we've got uh, basically stats Three. in Portugal last season. 120 shots, which was most in the league. And I'm a big fan of actually taking your chance and actually going for goal. Because I think the more you go for him, yeah, you know, just out of you know the season after that, you always notice some of these players that are expected goals. They get a lot better and they you know they try, they start scoring a lot more goals. Harry Kane, every time he gets the ball, turn bang, mm, and you know he might exactly. miss a lot of chances, but he's scoring you know loads of those goals. So you, I think you, it's important that you know, he's taking his chances. You know what? I was a guest on another podcast recently, the Rooney Rewind podcast, where um, it's, a, it's a lad named Colin. Actually, it'll be out soon. It's going to be good. I was basically talking about Rooney's best bits, and obviously building up to that, I watched an awful lot of Wayne Rooney just to refresh myself, and it, it and it, it's amazing when you think back to the one memory you have. Of Wayne Rooney when you watched him gets the ball you know where he's going yeah. it's only one way he's going he might not shoot he might not play a pass he might just be looking to dribble up the pitch but he's going forward yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. and he's like a bulldog and as I well. think that's what someone like Bruno Fernandes can actually do for that's us what we need we need players to turn and you know sh- go straight head to goal because if you know it's much too long to progress the oh. ball and the Herrera I was a big fan of him yeah. but 
we wanted him for the dirty work. We wanted someone to progress the ball with him in midfield. And other than Pogba, there was no one like that. And I think, and I, 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 I don't know yeah. if Pogba's even that type of player as well. We saw him quite and a lot of the time. He'd, he'd muck about a little yeah, bit if on the ball. Keep Pogba yeah. and he worked together. He'd try a little Fernandes. bit too much, but I don't think he was the direct enough. But yeah, Bruno I think Bruno Fernandez with Pogba, Andy was asking, can he work? I think you're going to be a little limited tactically, uh, which is a worry. I personally go, if I'm setting up United next season, might go with a 4-4 and then a 1-1, sort of Bruno Fernandes and sort of the turn behind Rashford. Um, but then Pogba's got to come off the left and way too far out wide there. And we've seen that it doesn't really work with him. I think he'll be quite limited. We'd have to play diamond. But at the end of the day, the numbers there from Bruno Fernandes are incredible. And if you can get the goals and assists that Pogba's bringing in with Bruno Fernandes, then United, you know, they're becoming more of the goal-scoring midfielding sort of team, which we oh, we, yeah. we see from Manchester City. Yeah. The proof's you in know, the pudding for Fernandes, the, the, the proof is in the pudding with what, what he's done last season. Yeah. He's there, and if we do get him, he deserves his start. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, you know, the numbers he's putting on are incredible. Considering, how much? Um, you know, we've just looked at it, like he's got 20 goals, which were the most from midfield, and 13 uh, assists. Sorry, I mean, how much do you reckon oh, we have to buy him for? Oh, buy him how much for? it costs? Uh, yeah. um, 70 million, I've been heard. I think, yeah, quoted. 65, 70 million is what Sporting are looking at. Apparently, we've only thrown 35 million, according to some reports. Eesh. And and that, again, talks about, you know, sort of the, the budget. Is Lenny Pill are in for him, maybe? That will be an incredible signing for Liverpool. Hopefully, it doesn't come off for them because that could be the missing sort of uh, piece for them for that. But all of the Pill going to spend any money this summer? Limited little bit, like they're not going to spend big. But uh, they sa- Liverpool signed a Nor- Norwegian player last week. Uh, uh, that yeah, I think from the Dutch league they signed someone yeah, quite yeah. young. And uh, so you've it's Tottenham, you said that. someone, didn't you? Who's yeah. Tottenham signed? And, and Dombele was it? Nothing's I think, yeah, and Dombele they've no, agreed to deal with it. The English transfer market's not even kicked off yet. There's only, I mean, this summer I'm, uh, there's only two signings United have made. Um, like I say, I'm not heard Arsenal made any. Bought anybody? Like a Chelsea transferring bag or Tottenham not got anybody? Nothing's been serious. It's not in. Maybe next week it'll all start kicking into place for all the English clubs, and it'll just go crazy. And that excites me a little bit as well because these young players coming into United. I mean, I, I don't want to do. I don't want to big them up too much because I want to give them space to sort of yeah, yeah, develop yeah. and make mistakes because they are going to the young players. But we just don't know how good they might be. They might be like. Like Wamba Saka in a top team, we don't know just how good he's going to yeah, be. Exactly, and I think a couple of these lads can surprise us. You know, mm. Daniel James, Wamba Saka. Wamba Saka have seen what he can do in the Premier League, but like I said, in a better side, um, just about better considering last season. Yeah, but, but we've got we've got yeah. pace now in this side, and that's something we were lacking last season. I think Daniel James attacking instincts. I'm happy with that signing. We were so, we've been so slow, sluggish yeah. the last two three years. And that's it. But Daniel James brings pace. I've seen his check out his YouTube on confirmation. YouTube <laughs> clips. Hey, check out his YouTube clips. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. It's only a couple of few minutes long we but need, uh, yeah we need to make a uh, Andy Tate YouTube compilation there's I plenty think. out there. I was going to say there probably isn't there <laughs> but, yeah, yeah Daniel James looks energetic and uh, Aaron it, 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 it's good to have him there I'm, I'm, I'm happy for that and I'm glad they've been announced but um, we just need maybe one more two more you know what right we've got about five five ten minutes left to today's podcast right Andy I want to ask you because I'm going to forget to ask you uh, what do you make of Abdullah's top so for, for audio listeners, by the way, today, Andy's turned up in a United kit. Uh, I'm just here in a 
Primark special. And um, Abdullah's in uh, a black Adidas training top with a logo where the badge would normally be. Now, that logo, it's like circular sort of rainbow colour, and then in the middle it says PP. So, Andy, what do you think of Abdullah's top? Pringle FC. <laughs> Nothing. And doesn't actually know what it is. <laughs> it's nothing I've to seen, do with Pringles. I've seen the logo before, but I don't know what Andy, it is. Andy, I want you, come on, Andy, guess that logo. PP in the middle of a circle. It's an Adidas training top. Oh, Paul Pogba. Yeah. Ah. He's got it. He's got We've it. only wanted this to trigger Andy, innit? <laughs> I'll, I'll Answer me this. It's well nice. Why has he got come an extra on. week's holiday? Why does he have I, an extra I think it's because they're scheduled in to come back on a certain day. Because uh, obviously, he had the international break with France. So everyone's got like Daniel James had to come back today. Pogba's back tomorrow. Um, so I think that's what it is. I think that's what Ari said as well. Uh, he's not just taking a day off. Being that, ge- being that dressing room tomorrow morning when yeah. he walks in. It's because he's not coming back. <laughs> no, but uh, like you could imagine yesterday morning, Jesse Lingard, office please. After these antics, maybe not. But Pogba tomorrow, office now, please, Paul. Why? What's Paul done? What's Pogba done? I don't know what I missed out. Andy, Andy is throwing his agenda. Why? What's Pogba done? done? Nothing. <laughs> what he's what he said on his in, in, in uh, his tour in the Far East. Maybe oh, I get pulled yeah. to one side. And oh oh yeah. No, when he said that he wanted to leave, I think that that's you actually that a good point. Place. That's actually a you, good point. You do that in, in your workplace office. No, now well, that's a good. Bu- well, that, that, you, you know what? Stay back office now. You know what? That's a good point, right? Because people criticise Lingard and Rashford, and people are slagging off Young today because he turned up with a pack of Uno at training. I thought it was a pack of shoes. I think. If you're gonna, the reason that I've not actually gone in on Pogba for those quotes and really slagged him off is because I was just under the assumption, right, that's him gone. He's not going to be playing for United again. Yeah. If he is going to stay at United for this next season, yeah, he should be reprimanded for them quotes. You can't just go out and say explain. stuff like that and disrespect your employers. I do think there's a time and a place for what he said. And I understand sometimes, it's honestly, he said that it could be time to look for another challenge. Um, I just don't think it was the right thing to do considering he was on a tour. Mm. You know, saying it's some random... I think it was disrespectful, man. ...channel or whatever it was in Japan. Mm. And he won't get fined or anything, but he it, it, it will get pulled on it from when he like comes I do, back I do all. like Paul Pogba and I want him to stick around. Like, And I think we can build something around him and, and we've not built... The, the. I think he's that last piece that you, jo- that you bring into a team. He isn't a player that you bring in and then that's it, you've got to start gathering a team. I think... You bring him in as that last piece of the jigsaw and then you're winning shit. So, unfortunately, with Paul Pogba, I think um, we've got to start building around him. Otherwise, for him, he can just go Madrid and win titles and that. I, I just think he's got to hold his mouth a bit in the media. For his sake, uh, for, for, for United's sake No, as well. but the thing is, he doesn't care what he says. And you know it. He doesn't care what he says. If if, if he naffs off the fans, he naffs off the Then ball. again, fans, fans giving it it's him. About him. Fans giving it's him in the corner of Old Trafford, like... That must have. That must. He must. That he must have held that in the heart. You know, you, your own fans giving you shit like that, and, and you're just trying to give your shirt to a young lad in the crowd. Our fans aren't. I accept you know, that act was wrong. Better. I accept yeah, that yeah, was wrong. We get but it to come out with that. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're better than them, why come out with that on the top when it was in the far east? I think it'll be an interesting, awkward sort of meeting when some of those players come back. Um, yeah. And you know what? I think that, that the, the Jesse Lingard thing as well. You know, I defend him and stuff. But that that video of, of the shagging on the bed and stuff. Like, I know it, it's was, funny to was, me. It's funny was, to me. That was supposedly on his private story, and someone saved it though. 
I don't know. I think that's what. I, 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 I think I, I, it's posted I, I, on his story. No, that, you know it's his phone. Is, it shows the private or not private. Right. And I think someone might have saved it off as private. Okay, I don't know. So, so maybe it's like someone. I, I don't know. Just, and it went around. If you put that on his stories, I don't know. Silly yeah. Billy at the very worst. Exactly. He's a silly Billy. I just Billy. feel like he's ge- he generally tried putting that on his private. Did it he? seems like a private. So two days one, later. It, does. it seems it like, seems like a private mate. story. Yeah. Two days later, he's weightlifting. <laughs> trying to get, trying to make amends and put his image back out there. <laughs> too late, lad. Fair play to him, I say. Look, That's the seasonal kickoff. If he scores a goal. No one will care. Same goes for Rashford. Same goes with Pogba. We complain about these players and what they're doing off the pitch. If they're doing it on the pitch, no one cares. So let's just wait for the season to kick off. And then hopefully the toxicity around the club will calm down. Um, One thing uh, before I wrap up today that I think that is something we'll all be quite happy about. uh, Valencia has a testimonial next year. This is going to be happening. Valencia is getting a testimonial next year at Man United. Yeah. An official testimonial. I'm happy about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy about that. I think that. he was a hard-working player who served the club well. Totally. Wasn't so great in the last couple of seasons, but it happens as he Treated aged. badly at the end by the club, I think. Yeah. yeah. I would have generally rather had him towards the end of the season than Ashley Young. <laughs> just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt made a difference. Yeah, for that 10 minutes against Cardiff at home, in the la- that horrible last game of the season, he looked a lot better than Ashley Young, to be fair. Yeah. So, but you know, end of the day, happy to see um, see us sort of, you know, give him that in the end. Tony V, I, I always like Tony V. Um, I think he's one of those players who really did benefit. Sounds like, like a gangster when you put it like uh, that. Tony V. Tony like V, like yeah. Italian gangster. Yeah. <laughs> Tony V, the snips. Yeah. Um, the and me. Yeah, <laughs> Tony V. Uh, I I thought he was a, a player that really benefited from Fergie. Don't get me wrong, I think if it wasn't Fergie managing him, he maybe wouldn't have had the career he had and won everything that he did, but uh, fair play, Valencia. I thought he was good for us at times. Uh, and before we finish today, because I think you need to get off, do you? Yep. Yep. Uh, let's give a Wally of the Week. We know because we need to give a Wally of the Week. We do this every week to someone who deserves it. I think I know who mine will be. Curious to see what you guys will say though. So, I can't think of anyone. It's been it's been very quiet. Oh, I've, this got, week. I've got I've got a good I've one for one. you. Go on, who you've you got? I've gone forever's complaining about that. Uh, low, a couple actually complaining about Ashley and carrying Uno cards. Yeah. Into training. First of all, Uno is an absolutely mint game. It so is a mint game. That. Um, even though it's quite rubbish at the start I like, my mates will admit on holiday but we come back and it's a great game and now I'm mastering it so uh, no yeah, no no United need a connect forward at the back <laughs> connected so, yeah. defensive Anyone back forward complaining about a bloody game being brought into training what if they're like they're on a lunch break or whatever and they just whack table like cards on the table well, that's a monopoly in it drugs or whatever like well like People kicking up a fuss about that is a joke. And you think me defending Ashley Young, like... I know. I've been saying he should be out the team for a couple of years. I'm, yeah. I'm, I didn't jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is a joke, man, because people saying this is our problem. It's not even a problem at all. It's not one of the problems. People saying, well, it's one of the problems. No, it's not. It's not a problem No, at it's all. not. 30 years ago, players were going out and getting pissed every night. Gambling. Stop it! Gambling, Gambling shagging, everything, all sorts of de- debauchery. You know, it's I bet they are still do it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they play Uno as well. That's all. Uh, I know who my wally of the week is Rafa Benitez. Why? Rafa Benitez for leaving Newcastle to go and manage a team in China. Nah, I got. Fair I, play I to it. Why? You got that wanker, Mike Ashley, fucking exactly. up that club. Uh, 
and you yeah, and he, you you've can't. been pissed off, messed about. So fair play to Rafa. Try building something. Go, go and get, go and earn your, your payday in the Far East, lad. Fuck my Cashley and fuck them all up there. And you know, I agree with and that. And it's a Newcastle fan. I, I, <laughs> know, I know, I've got sympathy for the Newcastle fans, but my Cashley, he's a fucking wanker. Yeah, he, he is, takes he a piss out of that club and their fans. Sorry, I was trying to do Fergie in a Newcastle accent, but I don't think I can do it in a Geordie accent. Well, why I bite a grove, lad? You know? <laughs> That's really good. And a deck got nothing on me, like... That was that. I'm, you've never pulled that out the bag before. Hey, why, hey, man, Newcastle Brownie. Oh, there's a video in this. Right, join us next time for that. Uh, Andy can do Geordie. Wow, amazing. Um, but yeah, we'll see you next time. This is Full Time Devils Podcast. We do this all the time. A uh, bit of a short one today. Soz about that. Uh, it's my but, fault. But yeah, it's Abdullah's fault. He has to go somewhere. But uh, we'll see you soon, all right? All right Adam will be back Later. next week. Yeah, thank the Lord. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.